Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Swap Foo Podcast. I'm Miss Swap Foo, and joining me here is Mr. Swap Foo. Yes. And we're here for the 74th podcast episode, yeah. On November 18th, Friday, 2016. Approximately 6 p.m. No, 4 p.m. It can be whatever time you want. It depends on what time zone you're in. True. 4.30 here. Yeah. San Antonio time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome, and we're glad that you guys are joining us and listening in. Um, we're happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm Aces. How are you doing, Mr. Swap? I'm doing really good. I'm doing generally <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Are you? We just had some sushi. Yes, we had some good sushi zushi here in San Antonio, Texas. I had my first bento box. Yes. I'd never had a bento box before. And the podcast just still continues to have first. So we're yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so typically a bento box, you're going to have some rice. Yes, Jeeves. Well, you are. You're going to have some rice. You're going to have an entree of some kind, right? Plus, but you know what? They didn't, our, our bento box didn't have, they didn't have any pickles. I know. You know, I love pickles. I know. You're supposed to have like what? a pickled vegetable of some kind on your bento box. Well, we tried a special order because mm. Mr. Swafu is off the off the octopus. I've given up octopus. Because not that he doesn't love it and it's not tasty, but he just feels sorry for the octopus. Because they're so they're so smart. They're so cute and so smart. <laughs> so, so I've you know, I'll eat any other animal, but for some reason octopus is off the list for me. And I told him I'll stop eating it when I see it at the bar smoking a cigar and drinking a martini. <laughs> <laughs> Till that is fair game. Yeah. Yes. Well, fuck it. It's like, I don't know. It's like octopus. I mean, they're smart. They can change colors and they come in all kinds of shapes and sizes and whatnot. Have but, you seen some of the animals that live on the bottom of the deep ocean? There's a special octopus that lives on the bottom of the deep called the ghost octopus that I just heard about Is today. It, it's totally like, uh, well, the, the animals that live on the bottom of the ocean are fluorescent. Some That's even are. more special than being able to change colors, I think, because well, you want them at a glow party. Well, yeah, but if you have like, <laughs> just a, a dumb color-changing animal, it's different than having a smart color. I don't know. Well, how do you know you're, they're dumb? Yeah, they look dumb. They act dumb. Anyway, we just had sushi. We had um, – it was good. Salmon, tuna, sashimi, and some rolls. And yeah. the bento box came with rolls, sashimi – um, satay and yeah. miso soup and fried rice. It was like I didn't have the fried rice because I'm food. off the carbs. It was too much food. I'm the good one. Yeah, but you had rice. You had rice with your rolls. A little yeah, bit. yeah, but yeah, I didn't have rice just for the sake of having rice. No, I ate all of it. I ate it all. So I'm the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the bad one. <laughs> That's not news. No, it was. That's not news. <laughs> well, it depends on the day. Sometimes yeah. I'm the bad one, and I get it. So I only get to pick on you when I get to pick on you when you're the bad one. Hmm. Like today. <laughs> Got it. Today, I'm golden. <laughs> but we went to the gym. We went to the gym earlier, so we're doing 5,000 steps a day. Because if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know we're always working on the goddamn exercise. <laughs> Varying degrees of success. But we're, we're, we're on a jag. We're on a gym jag. Yeah. So that's Are you working. digging it okay? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. 5,000 steps. I feel so dumb. <laughs> it's like, the why one, are you doing some real exercise? The, the two. <laughs> I like the, because, the three. Because sometimes you just got to start with the basics. Yeah, man. well. Sometimes you just got to start with the basics. We took a long time off because I had my birthday. You know, it takes a month. <laughs> and there was only a month between your birthday and my birthday. 
Well, yeah, and and before that, it was uh, not in New Orleans. Not in New Orleans. And <laughs> then the birthdays happened, and then the election. Oh. <laughs> we're not talking about that. No, we're, we're not. We're going to briefly t- touch on that later. later in the news 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 segment. <laughs> the new new news segment. <laughs> le- le- hey, lucky you guys! You get to hear about the election some more. No, we're not even going to. I'm. I know that everybody's sick and fucking tired of hearing about the election, so I don't even want to talk about it. But I'm just gonna. I'll just say when we get there what my right. what my take on it is. But we want to start off with the with a big announcement. Well, I don't know how big it is, but. It's- <laughs> it's- Huge. It <laughs> it's huge. Well, I mean, the thing is that our listeners aren't going to be able to it's do it. It's going to be the biggest announcement ever. The wow. best announcements. We have all the best announcements. <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge best announcement. Yeah, got it. All right. So, so, uh, so we decided to start a Swinger Facebook page. Now, okay, so it's not a listener Facebook page. It's just a Swinger Facebook page for just for just – the crowd goes wild. Right. Well, the thing is, they're going to go wild, except that they don't get to hear. They don't get to na- know the know the name. No. If they want to, if they want to join us on our Facebook page, they can email us or something. Yeah, but we have I to know figure them. that out. Yeah. But but the thing is, we have been anti Facebook for how many years has this been going on? I still am. All of them. I still am. I used to have a MySpace account. Yes, but I'm still anti Facebook. But you have to have a Facebook account. How did this come about? Well, mostly because our local swinger community, and we are swingers, and we are members of a community, uh, you know, as much as we love all our listeners, I mean, you guys aren't fucking us. So, um, yeah, so we have to interact with the people in our It's not that they don't want to. True. (laughs) But we had to. It's a geographical proximity thing. Right. My penis is only so long. (laughs) I know. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not even going to reach across this kitchen table. It's not. No, and it can't. It can't go zip code to zip code either. So, um, anyway, yes. So, so we I got a Facebook page, and it's just mostly to keep in touch with our local community. And I mean, it's been okay. So we went to a house party, right? And we met like six couples, at least that. that um, they're like we're like what we don't know these people. Are you on Cassie are. or SDC? Yeah, no. No, we're only on Facebook. Like that just happened over and over, over and over, and over yeah. in the night, and we're like, or what? even worse, like oh, we do have a Cassidy account. Oh, you sent it? Did you, it's like did you did you tell us about the party? It's like yeah, we sent it to your Cassidy account. Oh, we never use that. Yeah, we don't log in. We don't look at it. I don't so. even know what my I don't even know what my login is. I don't know my right screen name is. It's like okay, so we finally were like, all right, there is a place for in our lives for Facebook, or more like Facebook has shoved everything else out of the way. Well, whatever it is, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. But the fact of the matter remains, there's an entire community happening out there. Right. That we we are want to have sex with and. <laughs> We're, that we're not privy to. <laughs> you keep on looking at me astonished. It's like we're swingers. Is what I we're know. Why do you have to be so blunt? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. You're right. We want to know swingers in yeah. our community. We want to know swingers in our community. Right. And it's like, why are we... I mean, a big assumption was made back in the day when we started swinging. Because yeah. the, the assumption was when we started that we were told by people experienced in the community... You need to get on Cassidy or SDC. Here and locally, so, yeah. yeah. And so Facebook did not play a prominent role in the community at that time. Or else they would have said, you got to be on Facebook. And we would have taken them to heart. Well, you know, not only that, but I mean, uh, experienced computer users, as you and I both are, we're cognizant of the 
you know, of the security implications of having of having a Facebook account. I mean, because they're considerable. Yeah, and back back in that day, like um, every week, I would open up a news report of how Facebook reset security um, or got hacked and, and reset security, and so everything went back to zero. And so all the security you had set on your ca- account was like z- zeroed out. Right. And so you were outed. But I mean, people were outed. I mean, there was a lot of that going on. And there's still a lot of that going on, like with adult friend finders, which we'll talk about in a little bit. A little bit. But I mean, it was a scary time because the Facebook sec- is very, very, it's very um, good at connecting people to other people. Yes. And that is true. And, and so, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And I found, I found the, not the ultimate safety mechanism because the ultimate safety mechanism is to not start a Facebook account, but I found that you can lock Facebook down all you want, but there is one thing, there is one thing that if you do, it's going to open Facebook up to everybody you don't want knowing about your Stringer account, right? And I was surprised because I went through all their security settings and boom, 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 boom. I, I set them all, I locked them down as much as I could. And then all of a sudden, Facebook was recommending, you know, recommending all these um, people to me that I'm like, well, how the fuck does Facebook know who we are? Or, mm-hmm. you know, how is it recommending? So who are the people that it was recommending? Oh, like, people. Like your sister or mom or? <laughs> pretty much. And like business associates and all these people. And I had no idea why they were popping up in my very, Weird. you know, on my, on my Facebook account. And so I looked at it and I looked at it and I looked at it. And I finally figured out what it was. I figured out what it was, the, you know, the reason why Facebook was recommending all these people to me. And I was, I was linked to all these people. Was, what was it? It's my phone number. Oh, you put your, your, did you, you didn't put your swap food phone number in there? No. Silly rabbit. Yeah. I put my, I put my regular cell phone number in there. Cause they oh, said, yeah. they said, well, t- I said, cause I wanted two factor authentication. I wanted that authentication where you log in and then it sends you a code and you put the code in and then it logs you in. I wanted two factor authentication. It says, Oh yeah, just put in your, your cell phone number and we'll turn all that shit on for you. I'm like, okay, badass. Oh no. yeah. You shouldn't use the swap food cell phone. And number. as soon as, as soon as I did that. Well, now I don't put any number in at all. You don't have to put your phone number in. So I don't. So has it stopped recommending those connections? Yes. No, okay. I, I no, I deleted that account and created a whole oh, new account. Okay. I created a whole new account without my phone number on it, and now I'm not getting. Facebook continuously pesters me to put my phone number in. Yeah. Like nonstop. That's um. Twitter also does that. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and if I were to put my Foo Girl Twitter account phone number in there, I would put the Swap Foo phone number in there. Same thing. Yeah, but I'm not going to do either. I'm not. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to. It's not going to do it. I mean, yeah. I'm going to friend the people that I want to friend, and that's it. Right. So yes. So because the problem, every, because everybody knows your email address, right? Even if you think it's private, when you're creating the account, mm-hmm. your email address is going to generate a lot of information, but also your cell phone number. Right. So I generate like the Facebook account that we have. Is a whole new email address with no phone number. Gotcha. With fake names. Gotcha. So that's that's good to know. I mean, you want to now our our Swapu cell phone number comes through Google. You created that through a free Google Voice, a free Google Voice number. Right, but I'm not using that one either. Yeah. Because that one would be associated with our podcast. And I don't. Oh. I didn't, as much as I love oh, all yeah. our podcast listener, I don't. I don't yeah. want you guys to know about our Facebook account. Yeah, so. because what happens is then the people that know the people that know the people on Facebook, all of a sudden click on this podcast. Yep. And then they hear our voices, right. and it's like 
We're fucking outed. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I get a really weird text message from my sister. Yeah. People that know know our voices. So um, it's the security thing has been almost insurmountable for us, but we have (laughs) tried to overcome these obstacles so that we can be connected. Yes. And still pursue our hobby, which is, you know, podcasting. Yeah. So we're figuring it out. So the, the Facebook account's been working out really well. Good. Yeah. So we were able to be members of these party groups where activities are posted. Yes. And so now we can be aware of, like, what's going on within the community. And that's pretty exciting and awesome. So that has been a benefit to us. Yes. So, like, on Sunday, we're going to a Friendsgiving. Yes. Uh uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, where you bring your food, um, potluck, potluck, yeah, potluck. Friendsgiving potluck, yeah, yeah. A, a Friendsgiving potluck on Sunday, and that's nice. We wouldn't have known about that if we had not been on Facebook. That is correct. So, and we don't have to now. Now our friends who have events don't have to um, worry about texting me to make sure that I'm included. I'm just I just know about these things now. So that's, yeah, that's been good. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, um, so we're making our way through Facebook. That our first, I guess, um, kind of hint on security is use an alternate uh, email, of course, name, but email and phone number. And if you don't use a phone number, if you can possibly get away with, don't, don't, don't let Facebook know your phone number. Yeah, you know, unless you have a uh, unless you have a burner or something yeah. that you're using. Well, I don't. You know, it's so uh, crazy how these. Um, apps work because like in my Twitter account, I have a professional account and a Fugler account, account yeah. and they are constantly recommending me to each other. You're right. Cause you have <laughs> friends who are members of both who yeah. are followers on both. And I'm like, okay, so I just delete. That's why I did. That's why I protected my tweets so that I have to approve anybody that wants to come and look at my tweets sure. for that very reason, because I don't need vanilla friends trying to figure out what's this Foo girl person about. Right. I have like three vanilla friends who've, who who are good friends of mine who follow my swinger account, which is enough for lots of other vanilla friends that they have to end up having to, right. you know following this the right. swafu. And I even have a three or four um, swinger friends, uh, very that that are friends of mine on LinkedIn. Right. Yeah, and it's like I'm very skeptical about the whole LinkedIn connectivity, mm-hmm. but you know, there I have some professional friends in the lifestyle, and so. That LinkedIn is an over 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 uh, lap, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, though, be careful out there on social media. Yep, that's another thing yeah. that you're doing. So we have uh, LS friends that have vanilla accounts only, or yeah. LS accounts only, or both uh, separate LS, and so you're not connecting with any LS or any uh, vanilla accounts whatsoever, right. right? So I mean, I'm, the thing is that I'm not gonna. Yeah. So this this account is not for. Promotion of the Swap Food podcast. We're not going to communicate anything regarding the podcast on it. It's just literally the it's just the Facebook account that we use to hook up locally. Yeah, so, and it's like my it's like the reason my mom's on Facebook. She says, "My mom says I don't communicate on Facebook. I just look at it to see what everybody's doing." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like I don't want I don't want our listeners to necessarily send us a friend request on Facebook because it's not going to be what they expect, right? Um, but speaking of privacy, yes. I mean, this is like this next topic. Oh is my gosh, big deal! Hot off the hot off the off, hot off the presses presses uh, the presses from Reddit. Hot off the Reddit. Tell us about the gossip email. So there was somebody who posted today about on Reddit about an anonymous email that was sent throughout their local swinger community in which 
you know, a, a list of like who is fucking who and who's got what STD and who is into this kink or other were all kind of outlined in this anonymous email that was circulated that was circulated among the swinger community. I know I did not receive the email itself. I, I, all it, all it was, it was somebody who went on to Reddit to talk about this email being circulated. Okay. So you're reading Reddit yeah, and you read about someone's disclosure of receiving an email Correct. or being privy to an email that is circulating that has a lot of personal information on several couples or many couples, many couples, many yeah. couples in the community right. where they're from. Right. So say you live in Topeka, Kansas. And there's, you know, well, you don't want to say that because what if it's actually it out of Topeka? Topeka. Yes. And there's, because you don't know where it's from. I don't know where it's, it's from. It's some community. So I'm assuming it's Topeka. And uh, there's like right. 20 couples. Copita. Copita. <laughs> and, they're, and, and, and all their shit, then they're just blowing up their spot on everything, right? So mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, ooh, Miss Swafu likes it in the butt. And Mr. Swafu has got, you know, has got crabs the size of... You know, hermit crabs, you know, crawling around or whatever. You know what I mean? And, and it just goes down through crabs all. Crabs the size of Topeka. The size of Topeka. <laughs> and it just, and it, but it, it's like that. And it just goes through all these, you know, couples. So and, is so is it an email exchange? Is this information going back and forth? Or is everything outlined in one email, email that's been. It's a thread. Mm-hmm. It's an anonymous email thread, which, you know, I don't know how oh, that so works. So many people contribute to it. Correct. Yes, they've been contributing to. I don't know if they've been adding information or whatever, but people are starting to get this thing, and I'm like, well, and it, and it also calls them out by name. It yes. says like Sally and Joe, yeah, and Sally and Joe, Bill and yeah. Bob they, they have the butt herpes. Whatever. Yes, yeah. And you're like, well, <laughs> Is there, there's not a butt herpes. I think you get herpes in the butt. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, we'll have to re- defer to some other podcasts <laughs> to find out. More detail on about, that. About, about, her, about the Burt her, her, Herpes. I think that's going to be the title of the, the episode. Bert, the Burt Herpes. <laughs> so anyway, um, well, the thing is, right, is that I imagine that it's not going to be completely anonymous, right, unless everybody's like into or knows how to send anonymous emails. Imagine that you received you received this email from someone that you know. These are friends that are trying to communicate information. They're trying to be, data. quote, unquote, helpful. They're trying to communicate da- data. Yeah. What all they're doing is just like spreading rumors, true or untrue, and, yeah. and gossiping, right? Basically, yeah. is what it is. And the thing is that people are – the fact is that somebody if – if I were to disclose somebody's STD status to another person without that person knowing <laughs> – that I'm doing so without my, with their permission, I can go to jail. I can go to federal prison. You know, denied, yeah. illegal. It's illegal. It's a HIPAA. It, that's a HIPAA. It's a HIPAA rule. violation, right. right? Right. Yeah. And it's like, but if, what if you're not a medical professional? If you're not a medical professional, is it okay to like no, disclose? No, it is not. It's not. It's not limited to medical professionals. If you are, if you, if you are in possession of medical information about a person, you're not. You're not allowed to disclose it. It's. It's a. It's a. It's a you know, you're, at that point, you're considered a protected entity, and you can't disclose it. So, why do you know so much law? Well, here was my point. <laughs> well, that's what I, I do for I a living. Know. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. I know. Yeah, right. Oh, he's so sweet. Hmm. So, no, look, this was my question. And like, first of all, you're sharing that information like it's true, right? So, the recipient. I would say to the recipient, it's like, I don't need your information. I'm going to go directly to the source and I'm going to ask. Right. So ask your play partner, yeah. have you been tested? Are you positive for any STDs? Right. Like, what should I be aware of? You know, I mean, you can have those conversations with your partner. And then 
and then the conversation went to, well, what if that person lies? Yeah. About their STD, and That's I'm like, well, take. you know what? The person that just sent you that crazy email, they could be lying too. Yes, you don't know who's lying. Well, no, you, know, is- you don't know who they've omitted from that email for whatever reason. I'm sure they didn't say anything bad about themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? right? It's like- Maybe they're deflecting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe they're deflecting. Yes. It's like, look at all these other very bad people. Yeah, right. Don't ask me what I've got. And that's that's actually the question well, you should be asking. Yeah. If somebody tells you something really negative about somebody else, maybe you should be looking at the person that just told you that. Maybe, maybe there's something to be said for that. When you, when you when you point one finger, you have three three fingers pointing back at yourself. And stones and glasses yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking disgusting. Yeah, I know, and I think that's a, what you wrote on Reddit was that. Um, you, I think you wrote back. I would be pretty disgusted at the person that sent me that email. Yeah, I would tell the person that sent me that email they should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. And also, you're being illegal right now. Yeah, and you're brought, you're, you're violating a federal a federal law. So, what does the federal law state? Just so we're all clear. Well, I, I'll put a link to it, but it basically okay. I'll put a link to it. But it basically people have a right to their people have a right to their medical the a privacy and their medical information. People have a right to privacy. Period. Right. So it's not it's not an amendment. Right. There's not a constitutional amendment that says well, that's you, why they're slander and liable and all right. the other things. You don't need people yeah. just fucking running around talking smack. Right, and it, it's been upheld in court. Forever, right? And the, but specifically in regard to people's uh, um, uh, health information, there is very clear law that's been passed by Congress and the HIPAA Act and the High Tech Act that says that if you if you're in possession of somebody's phys- um, uh, health information, you're not allowed to share it without their permission. Period. Mm-hmm. If you do, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the I think the fine is twenty five thousand dollars to start. God damn. I know. So you wrote back on um, Reddit that it's illegal to share people's personal medical health information. Yeah. Health information. Was were there any was there any feedback from no. that? <laughs> Crickets. Nah. Well, it was weird because you know I mean obviously look who wouldn't want to know if the person you're potentially going to be sleeping with has an STD or not right that's we're only human right the thing is that again the reliability of, of the information and whether or not that inform- you have a right to that information is. Um, you know, the, the law has an opinion about that, mm-hmm. right? Um, so there are people who wrote back on Reddit, you know, stating that it's like, well, I would want to know. I think that's, that's important mm-hmm. shit to know. It's like, well, you don't have a right to. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a right to ask somebody, ask somebody, if, mm-hmm. you know. If this. So, but people just can't go around sharing all of your medical history. Well, you can't. You can't because then you can imagine a situation in which, say, if I have the ear of thousands and thousands of people as we do with this podcast and all of a sudden we start saying that, you know, X has some medical condition, you know, I just completely make, completely make it up. I mean, it can really hurt that person's life. Yeah. You know, and that's the reason why that stuff's protected. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, Reddit's a very interesting venue, you know, as far as the information that's shared there, the amount of, um, and we'll get into girls uncorked later, mm-hmm. but, um, I was, I, I was, talking with the new chapter hostess for San Antonio and I was saying that you know we have a we have a guideline we have a rule book for mm-hmm. how to how to manage the girls on court chapter but no matter how detailed that rule book is you're going to run across things that you're like what the fuck I don't right. even know like what to do with right. this information and that's how it is in every aspect I think of swinging and then health you know health management and health care and personal health is a whole other a whole other element yeah. that uh, that swingers don't think about. 
and HIPAA violations and all of that, you know, I mean, we would never think about that as uh, regular. As some kind of a hazard, right? Yeah. The thing, and, and, well, and it goes back to this whole thing about the nature of our hobby, right? The nature of our hobby is is such that we are having to invest um, a lot of trust in each other uh, and because what we're doing is intimate. If... If, you know, We're I'm not a, just saying hello on the sidewalk and shaking right. hands with your neighbor and petting each other's dogs. We're not. And we're not. Along. We're not sharing. You know. You know. Whatever. Ten frames. Ten. You know. Ten frames in a bowling. A bowling game in a public venue. Right. I am a two hundred pound. You know, man or whatever. And you know, and I'm going to take your. You know, 120 pound. You know, wife into a bedroom and have sex with her. You know, and so there is. Uh, there is a. There is a, a level a of contract. There's a contract there. There's a social yeah, contract that, that because you know that says we're all going to be respectful. We're going to be respectful, and you know, I you know potentially have diseases, and she potentially has diseases, and we're all assuming a certain amount of risk, and that we want to accomplish or this honesty. Thing. Yeah, honesty or uh, protection. Yeah, protection. Yeah, because you're wearing a condom, right? So you know, there's there. Yeah, so those are the things. That's where the so, that's where the, the social contract the social in. contract comes into it, right? But the thing is that we're we're unsupervised, largely. And yeah, we're unsupervised, and the people that go around that social contract, like the person that just outlined all of this shit about all the people they know, right. I don't know who they're trying to impress. Yeah, I don't know this <laughs> the person that they're trying to impress that they would provide this information. Like, oh, I'm in the know. I'm in the know. I'm right. in the know. I got all this shit wired. If you want to know anything, you need to come to me. Right. I'm the person with the information. Those people should not be trusted. No, they shouldn't be. They really shouldn't be because they're going to edit that information. Yeah. They're editing that fucking information. Yeah. And who's reporting on them? Right. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's a fucking mess. I was, I was, uh, I was, I was. You were pretty taken aback yeah, when yeah, you yeah. read that Reddit post. I know because you came to me and you were like. It's fairly horrifying. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So. If I typed up that email. I mean, who would do that? I couldn't do that. Who would do that? You know what? And I even feel bad about putting this out there. You know, because. That somebody did it. Yeah. Because I mean. I mean. I feel bad even putting this out there because who knows if some fucko is going to listen to this goddamn podcast and decide it's like that sounds like an excellent idea. I'm going to do the same old shit, and all of a sudden, you know, whatever city Bangor, Maine is is going to be inundated with some bullshit email about what everybody's up to, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's fucking we'll, bad behavior. We'll see how it goes, but it's bad behavior, and swingers have a very good um, reputation, I think, for self moderating, right? You know, within their communities. And so I would hope that in that community, that would be shut the fuck down. Yeah. You'd hope. You know? And You'd be like, hope. and then like all those people that were just listed in that email yeah. would go up to Bob or whatever the guy's right. name is and just be like, Bob, not cool, Bob. Bob. That's so Bob. <laughs> so not cool, Bob. This will not be tolerated, Bob. You're not. You're banned from all parties yeah. until 2018 summer. Right. You know something. Yeah. I mean, there needs to be repercussions there to needs people to be that repercussions. to people that violate community standards. Yeah. I mean, we're like. I I hate to say that, but we're like we're fucking many many uh, communities, and we have to look out for each other. I wouldn't want to be on that list, and I I wouldn't even want to see the list that somebody else produced. Hell no. 
You know? Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to see these guys' information. And how do you... Number un- one, I'm not trying to fuck 90% of them. Right. You know? <laughs> and how do you unknow it? So this thing hits your freaking mailbox and you read the first third and you realize what's going on. Right? Or it may even first half or the whole thing. And it, you're going to read the whole thing. You're going to read like the whole said, thing. You can't unknow and it. And now you can't unknow it. Yeah. You know? And that's just like a fucking shit move. It's a shit show, dude. Yeah. Well... I hope that gets cleared up, and I hope that's uh, a that's a. I hope that is an isolated incident. Honestly, it makes me fucking sick. Well, we'll see. But the problem, that's the problem with Reddit is yeah. it's, it's all fucking on there. Yeah, yeah. So if it happened, it's on Reddit. So you're gonna get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's well, like the Huffington Post of you. You know, and the thing is the that you get and not to whatever, but it's like you know you get complacent on the Reddit, right? Because you think about all the stuff that people post, and it tends to be the same old shit. How do I talk my girl into swinging? It's like I'm a single guy. How do I break into the scene? It's like how do we find a unicorn? It's like literally those three questions. That's ninety yeah. percent of Reddit <laughs> Reddit swinger. Hunt lions, not unicorns. <laughs> yes. Oh no. <laughs> what? Hunt, hunt unicorns, not lions. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. But yeah, the ninety percent of the posts are how do I get my wife into swinging? How do we find ourselves a unicorn? And what was the last one? The other one? Oh, I'm a, I'm a single, single guy. guy. <laughs> I'm a single guy. <laughs> how do I get laid? Oh no! How how do I break into the lifestyle? How do I get the lifestyle? And so that's. But then somebody fucking drops this atom bomb. I'm like, oh god! It's the like gossip my, email. My stomach's turning. So go to Reddit, check it out. I'll link to it in the show notes, and you guys can go see what I'm talking about and prepare yourself to be astonished, horrified, and disgusted, just like I was. And I hope they keep that email under wraps. I hope they don't publish it. It's so fucking gross. Right? So anyway, moving on, we got some good news. Good news on the swap food front. <laughs> yes, we do. We got a chili what? A chili cook-off. <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard it. Did we talk about the chili cook-off in the last in the last? Uh, no, we didn't. But uh, I just want everybody to know that Mr. Swap Fu won the worldwide best worldwide. chili no, in the world. Not even worldwide. Wide. It wasn't even San Antonio wide. It was the people who was go to that worldwide. The people who go to that one bar worldwide. So um, chili cook-off. We've been going to this bar near our house, and it's a great bar. It's uh, just a anyway. It's a it's a very nice bar, and they have good food. And we saw that they had a chili cook-off posted. So uh, some of you will recall that we had a Sunday fun day on 9-11 this year. And in which and I made uh, what I call my famous first responder chili. Mm-hmm. So I decided to enter my first responder chili. Um, it was actually just a – it was bar-wide. It, it was, was bar-wide. It, really, it, was, it wasn't really worldwide. But there were, but 13, there were 13 entries. 13. 13. So that's like – I know. not great odds, right? I know. I mean, you could have lost more easily than yes. you won. So I won. Mr. Swap Food won and first I, place. And I, I won first place. And I got a t-shirt. And I got two mugs. And I got a bottle of booze. And I got 100 bucks. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. That went into my ill-gotten, ill-gotten gains kitty. <laughs> so. And the cool thing was we, we, we uh, well, we, <laughs> our chili. <laughs> our chili mine. <laughs> yeah. Our chili won a bottle of, it was a Crown Royal Apple. Crown Apple, yeah. It was like, push it. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But, it, yeah. So, we had a mixologist that was after at the after party. And so he made some very good shots with that. Delicious shots. Our good friend. Yes. So, it, it was um, it was the uh, Crown Royal. Yes. Apple. Yes. 
with pineapple, and then there was something He made else. two different ones, and they were both really good. Yeah. He mixed it, it with something that made the shots awesome. And so everybody that came into the after party shared it in the shots. And his name is not public, but I, but hers is. I say thank you. Thank you, Holly's husband, for making those delicious shots. Yes. And so, okay, so we put – this is the first use of Facebook that we ever did was I, I announced on Facebook that we were going to the chili cook-off and that we needed support because not only was there a best-tasting chili, but there was an audience – Audience award. Audience, audience favorite. Audience a favorite. crown favorite. Crowd favorite. That's right. Crowd right. favorite award. And we thought for sure because we had a table of about... 20 people. Was it? Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah, we brought 20 people. It was the biggest table. Yeah. I'm sure. Unless unless those fools didn't vote for you. No, it was 20 people that we brought. There was nobody who had... Because we had like a full third of the bar. But we couldn't we couldn't win all the prizes. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so they, I, I think that I won the... I think I won crowd favorite too. Well, you certainly brought the most people around. Yep. But it was a fun. It was a fun afternoon. Yep. So everybody brought in thirteen chilies. We all like tasted it. Friends yep. showed up. We did an after party at the house. We did shots with your uh, free liquor. Got laid like motherfuckers. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There was like a lot of the people peeled off fairly early because right. the chili cook-off started around four. three. Yeah, three, four. Four. We didn't bring back any chili, by the way. It was all gone. Yeah. At the bar. Good. Yeah. Good. And um, that's why it won. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So we um, we rounded up the bar, the people that were left at the bar, and we came to the house and we did an after party and we. Shots and hung out, and people peeled Had off. Had a fire. We built a fire. There were like three couples left, and yeah. we ended up partying till like fucking five o'clock in the morning. Was it five? It was late. Yeah, it was late. Yeah. I was sore. I was like, oh my god! Like every bone in your every body. Bone in my body. That's was, a long day. We don't usually drink that many hours. The, the main bone. <laughs> the one I. The one I bone. The one I brown bone. What <laughs> I brown? Oh my god. <laughs> No, it was a fun night, and we stayed up, and we fucking partied, and so you never know where a pot of chili might take That's you. That's right. That's right. There you go. You never know what a pot of chili might take you. It was uh, completely unexpected. Yeah. We were just doing chili cagoles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and I want a t-shirt. I was going to say that next. When I said that, I was like, oh, and the t-shirt. Oh, my God. Every day with the t-shirt. Wash the t-shirt, wear the t-shirt, wash the t-shirt, wear the t-shirt. Well, I don't have a job, so I don't have to wear, like, fancy clothes anymore, so I wear my, my chili cook-off shirt. Thank God we went to Pittsburgh so you can get a new t-shirt. I'm a grown-ass man. I can wear whatever the fuck I want. God damn it. Now we have two t-shirts we alternate. Well, there's three, because there's the Aaron Rose, there's Mullins, and then there's a the chili cook-off t-shirt. Aaron Rose from Naughty New Orleans. Right. Chili cook-off. Yep. Which are still pissed off. If you're a business owner out there and you make t-shirts, you got to put your city on the t-shirt. That right. is Mr. Swap Foods pet, pet peeve. peeve is to not have the name of your city on the t-shirt. Yeah. So if his chili yeah, cook Harry's bar has to say Mexico City or Venice <laughs> underneath it, right? It's like, that's necessary. You can't just... Anyway. He's a mad. Yeah. So anyway, he's waiting for the day that he can talk with the owners of our local bar so that they he can correct them in their next T-shirt order. So they can say San Antonio, Texas. But the one that he got from Pittsburgh, we were in Pittsburgh last week, and the one he, he got at the Mullins Bar there, it definitely has Pittsburgh, PA on it. That's right. He's so North happy Shore. about that. North Shore. <laughs> Pittsburgh, PA Even on more it. specifically, yes. North Shore. Yeah, it's awesome. So do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about our trip to... 
Pittsburgh. Oh, I just wanted to add before that that we're um, the Steelers. The, the recipe for my award winning award winning chili is going to be included on the podcast notes. Yeah, but just be aware, he's not going to give you the whole. Yeah, no, recipe. it's the whole recipe. It's the no, whole thing. No, it's got he, all the this, illegal. He shit already in tells me his secrets, and the two people that he's given the recipe to, oh. he leaves out secret ingredients. So I exchange. I exchange the last two secret ingredients for um uh, for uh, vagina shots. That would be pictures of vaginas. Oh. Tacky. Well. You're so tacky. Well, it works. You can just ask for a vagina shot and somebody will send it to you. Well, I decided to mend my... Blackmail is so inappropriate. No, I've decided to mend my ways and that's why I'm publishing the whole recipe unexpurgated into the podcast. No, it's because it's not... I'm not doing it... No, it's... I am... You're mending your ways? I'm mending my ways. Yeah. I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. Well, I hope you don't throw me. <laughs> big and heavy. As far as I can throw your firehouse chili. <laughs> there you go. In a hot bowl. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I got third-degree burns off of that chili bowl. It's delicious. It's it delicious. delicious. So, like, so, no, it no. was the best, too. Thank I you. Tasted, I tasted the ones that looked good. Right. They were fucking soup sandwiches. Well, needless to say, I, no. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can rest assured that if you cook the chili that I am published on the on the podcast notes, you will get the very same chili that I made. I will personally validate that recipe. All so right. I will tell tell you if that entire recipe is not posted, I'm gonna out you. Yes. On my Twitter account, that's fine. I'm gonna like, just be like called bullshit. You're on gonna that. put me on blast. Yeah, <laughs> I put you on blast. That recipe night. ain't legit. <laughs> You on blast last night. Yeah, you did. So funny. <laughs> but anyway, when'd you put me on blast? <laughs> I called in court about my chili recipe. No. About what? About you ain't got no job. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I do. I have a it client. It was funny. <laughs> okay, go on. Well, I do. All right, listen. I have you a signed do. contract to prove it. You do. You do. You have a client. You have a job. I do. So I can't say anymore. He ain't got no job. <laughs> were you? Were you? Were you? Were did? What did you say? I said he ain't got no job. <laughs> Was everybody like astonished? No, they laughed their asses off. <laughs> like I got a job for him. He's hung. Mm-hmm. How many? Nope, other, nobody how, said that. How, how many of them said that? Like, like, like half, like three quarters said that. Is that was that cool? I thought so. I thought I, I could count I, did, I didn't even say it on the inside. <laughs> I thought it. Yeah, sure. Oh, you're cracking me up. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about. Did they say it's like I, I've got a job for him? Mostly the job called blow. <laughs> no, I, that's what I posted on Twitter. <laughs> oh shit! I need to look at the fucking Twitter more often. I know. God damn I'm it! I'm just bad mouthing you everywhere I go. Why? <laughs> I am so good to you. I know. I'm kidding. I set up your nice booze halls and I, I put the mics together. And... I know. Oh, my God. Okay. I got to take a minute. I'm like laughing too hard. You're fine. You're cracking me up. Okay. Talk about Pittsburgh for a little while. All right. So we went to Pittsburgh to see my beloved Steelers play the Cowboys um, last weekend. Um, it, was a, it was a trip that we'd had planned for like three months with... Some local friends, actually, they um, they're 
I went to college at El Paso, and they they uh, I, they went to they they're from El Paso, and I know I we have lots in common. So in you that guys regard. bonded. We very bonded well over that. The last couple of years, we've known them. They're yep. swinger friends. Yep, and they're very nice. And we decided to uh, take this trip up to um, Pittsburgh together. They had never been to a Cedars game in Pittsburgh. They'd seen them before elsewhere. And uh, can I interject one thing? Yes. These guys were over for, I think it was the crawfish boil in yes. February, maybe, when y'all started talking about doing this Pittsburgh Really? Game. Was it February? I think it was a long wow. time ago when it first came up. And you know how a lot of times drunken conversation goes to, let's do this. Right, let's right, right. Do right. That. Like, and, we're totally going to start a business yeah. making yeah, <laughs> baking and, cookies in the shape of footballs. And yeah. that, I mean, those conversations happen all the time. Right. I personally like those conversations that actually become reality yeah. because that's when life gets very exciting. Sure. Right? The follow through. And so you guys actually did follow through. We did. And the first step that you did was like, okay, well, let's go see if we can get Pittsburgh tickets. Right. And you did. Yeah, we went and got serious tickets. Paid a shitload of money for them. And that's the thing. That's, I think that's what it was that anchored the whole trip was that we knew that we had to go because we'd paid dollars per ticket to you know for the for the goddamn game once you do that you know well we got to go now because what are you going to do with the ticket yeah. right not that we didn't want to go we were thrilled about going up you know all the way until we went yeah and you didn't buy the tickets drunk you just made the plan you made strong. the plan yeah I made the plan strong yeah and yeah. then bought the tickets that's right so we went to Pittsburgh and Foo Girls never been to Pittsburgh and I went to high school there or whatever but so um and they'd never been to Pittsburgh. And you have always, for many years, said how excited you were about showing Pittsburgh to me. Yes. Because you loved it as a city while you were there. Right, 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 right. And what were your impressions of, of Pittsburgh, generally? It it made me, it reminded me of my childhood. Okay. Because the days that we spent there reminded me of Casper, Wyoming summer days. You know, where it's in the spring and fall, or late spring, early fall, where it's freezing when you wake up, but it's sunny and 50 in the middle of the day. And everybody's just happy to be outside and be engaging each other. I mean, the city was much larger than I imagined. Mm. I didn't know Pittsburgh was like 3 million people or something like that. Yeah, the MSA, yeah. And they have an art district, and their stadiums are beautiful, and they just have so much going on there. Right. I had no idea. I pictured Pittsburgh, I pictured Pittsburgh as a sleepy little town, right? You know, but it was a very dynamic, just incredibly welcoming, awesome city, and I just was so happy to be there. It's very pretty the way it sits in there, in the, you know, in the Three Rivers area, and yes. going through the uh, the tunnel is very dramatic, you know, because you walk. It's like, wow, there's the city, and yes. it's like out of nowhere. Yeah, it feels like because you're just going through all these rolling hills, just little yes. houses everywhere, and then and, also, and boom. we did walk a lot because downtown is really concentrated. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a, it's a, it's just everything is right there within a couple miles. And we went to the north. We walked way into the North mm-hmm. Shore and. You know, through the park and everything like that, over by Allegheny Hospital, mm-hmm. and so and we went to the Andy Warhol Museum, right? And the Andy Warhol Museum is right next to PNC Park, which is right next to Heinz Field. And mm-hmm. you saw the uh, Fred Rogers uh, statue, um, mm-hmm. statue and monument. And- For those that are my age that don't know, uh, uh, 
Mr. Rogers was born. Was he's from Pittsburgh? He was born there. Yeah, I went to high school with his nephew. And there was like this yeah. incredible monument. That's another thing about Pittsburgh is that they really um, honor their local heroes. Yeah. And Mr. Rogers was Mr. Rogers was from there. And on the river, as we walked along the Allegheny, was it the Allegheny? It was the Allegheny on side. The Allegheny yes. side. Um, there was it's right a, on the Ohio, right there. But huge. Yeah. Um, Huge statue mm. to Mr. Rogers. It was a sculpture of Mr. Rogers. It was probably like 20 feet tall. Oh, of him, mean? yeah. But there's yeah. a big arch to childhood, right? Right. Well, it's not an arch. It's a kind of a um, half pipe. Oh, right? okay. It's yeah, a yeah. half pipe. And and it has audio right. that's, that's coming out of the half pipe. And it's audio from the Mr. Rogers show. So right. you can like hear him talking and singing his song and giving his lessons. And then there's a huge statue of him uh, in bronze. Putting on his sneakers. Yeah, sitting down with his leg crossed, putting on his sneakers. Yeah. And it was just like, wow. Maybe that was another part of the right. whole blast from the past thing was like, that made it so neat for me. Yeah. It's because Mr. Rogers, I grew up watching Mr. Rogers. And I know a lot of other people did in my age group. So, I don't know. It was kind of cool. I didn't know he was from there, but I just liked the way that they honored him. Yeah, they honored him, right? And um, so, yeah. And we went to the Andy Warhol Museum. Yeah, who was also from there. I didn't realize that he was from there. And, and it's massive. Yeah, You wouldn't have thought. They did seven stories of Andy, Andy Warhol. And yeah. it's like, and you felt like there was still more to tell. Seven stories of Andy Warhol. And nobody really knows his story mm-hmm. unless you've read up on it or... Right. I mean, everybody knows the famous Andy Warhol, the soup cans and the Marilyn Monroe's or the celebrity paintings or whatever. But this guy was more diverse than I ever imagined. And his background was more diverse than I ever imagined. And his rise to success was more um, unlikely. More unlikely. More unlikely than I ever imagined because he he was raised very much in the world of commercial art. Yeah, he's a graphic artist. Yes, and and he just became a pop artist and Mm -hmm. just became this wildly cultural, popular person. Some would say the most celebrated American artist ever. And I, and I also didn't know that he died accidentally on an operating table. Right. You know, he died by medical error on an operating table. Yeah. I mean, there was there was like so much information and so many examples of his work in that museum, and I and I was inspired. So, mm-hmm. what are we doing? What are we doing by that inspiration? Oh, we're having an Andy Warhol themed Christmas party, and we're gonna yes, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get our get our um, Andy our, Warhol on. Our, our, yeah, we're gonna get our artistic chops polished off, and um, and I also didn't know that he was a lover of Christmas. Yes. You wouldn't have known that by the artwork that we are uh, um, um, subject to, or the artwork of Exposed Andy Warhol to, right? that we uh, see in everyday life. But it turns out that he has a whole co- he had a whole he has a whole collection, very very extensive collection of Christmas pieces that he made. Yeah, so we're going to decorate our house this year as we normally like hire someone to come in and decorate the house for our, our annual holiday party. We're going to do all Andy Warhol oh, installations, yeah. like personal projects of us and our friends. Excuse me. So, and yeah. I, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling very, like, overwhelmed at that point. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be fine. But I think that that would be awesome. So that was a great inspiration for, um, for me, yes. I think, for the coming Christmas. What do, you, what do you think about? Well, I mean, we don't want to bore the the listeners with too many details, but what do you think about Heinz Field and the, the experience of going to see the Steelers? The stadium is 
beautiful. Yeah. It's a work of art. Honestly, every detail has is, is perfected. Thought of, right? Yeah. And it was funny because when we were driving into the hotel from the airport, the first time uh, me and the other girl saw the stadium, both of us thought the same thing. We're like, well, this stadium looks ret- like ret- like outdated. Yeah, outdated. Like, when are they going to build a new stadium? <laughs> this this stadium just looks old and la, 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 la. And so that's when you started to educate us, Jeeves, on the idea of um, this stadium is actually only 13 years old. Right. And it was designed to look that way. It was designed to look retro. Yeah, it was designed to, it was designed to look vintage. Yeah. Because uh, for whoever are these, the architects of these types of facilities decided that domes were out. Domes are out. Yeah. Unless it's hot. Unless it's really, really hot. Domes are out generally, right? So this, so we didn't, I didn't know what to think of it until we got inside the stadium and it is gorgeous. It's magnificent. Yeah. It is magnificent. And we it had really is- good seats because we sat on the club level, which is nice and heated. Yes, spoiled food and drinks and and we're like, oh, this is why we paid so much for these tickets. Right, right, right. We're inside. We're inside. (laughs) Great view. Oh my god, great view! Not only was it a great view over the field, but there were screens everywhere. Yes. So if someone stood up and blocked your view, there was a screen right there. You could pick up the action. That was kind of cool. But um, but every once in a while we'd have to walk outside just to hear the roar of the crowd. Yep. And like I said, it was our my first NFL game, and I was completely blown away, and I was so happy we did it. Yep. And, and the thing was, all of this was prepaid. We bought the stadium tickets, we bought the hotel, and we bought the airfare. Yes. Before Mr. Swatfu, well, laid, laid off. Because Before we I wouldn't left have, my job. We wouldn't have. We wouldn't have done it. We would have been too scared, yes. right, to spend that kind of money. But it was all paid for. So we're like, we're fucking gonna go and have a good time. Yeah. And it was awesome because it was just the break the doctor ordered. Yes, it was the it was the end of the old, beginning of the new, right? And yes. The nice thing was that I got my first client. Mm-hmm. Right? I got my first client the Friday. You got your first client on Friday, and you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna be on vacation until, until next, next week. Tuesday." Right? <laughs> so uh, I'll hit you back up then. Yep. So I got my first client. So we're kind of celebrating getting my first client. Yes. The beginning of my new career. Yes. Right. So yeah. it was exciting, and the election was over. The election happened, and then two days later, this was part of the um, yes. This uh, this trip was planned. Yes. And that that hadn't even been parlayed into no. that whole that whole idea. So, you know what? We fucking went to Pittsburgh. We talked about sports for four days. Yep. Everybody we met, we fucking ate, we drank. Drank a we lot. We met a lot of people. We met a lot of people. We had a fucking good time. We went to a swinger club. Went yes. to the grand, grand opening of the body shop, Pittsburgh. Yes. Grand opening of the body shop. It and just happened to be on that Saturday night. We yes. were there Saturday night before the game. We were planning on doing LS something. And yes. we went with an LS couple and... All that, but we wanted to. We wanted to go to. We wanted to do an LS something, and the body shop happened to be opening. So the body shop, I think, the Pittsburgh location is either their second or their third location. It's their, their third. Their it's, third. It's the gentleman that opened it. It's his third location. I don't think that they're all. Um, they're all. What's the word? Not Brandon bi- businessly <laughs> connected, but it's his third personal experience. Excuse, I, I know. excuse me. I know businessly. I know. I can't think. I've been drinking. Right. <laughs> this is why I don't have um, martini lenses. That's right. <laughs> because businessly comes out. But um, it was his third location that he personally opened. Yes. So I think that that's kind of his specialty is like opening new locations. 
And he did an excellent job at the body shop. So a couple things about the body shop is that it's near downtown. It's basically, yeah, which is awesome. So for people who are coming in from, you know, out of state or whatever, who just want us to go to visit, to go to visit Pittsburgh, which everybody should, because it's awesome. It is awesome. And and the next nearest club that we heard was DJ's, which is like an hour out of downtown. Right. Well, there's two, right? There was, uh, there was a kind of a resortish place. And well, one of them was south and one of them was north. And I think either of them were at least 45 minutes away from downtown. So at least I heard, I heard an, an hour, hour yeah. but, um, the body shop was like 15 minutes from our hotel downtown, which was the hotel Monaco. And don't stay there by the way. Yeah, don't Just, stay at that's the hotel my, Monaco. that's my Yelp review. Yeah. That's going up later. <laughs> it's, it's, it misses the hotel Monaco is great, but it misses in so many different ways. The bed is the most comfortable bed. It's like a Four Seasons bed. Yeah. It's like one of the most comfortable beds you can sleep in. But the service lacks anticipation. So like every fucking day I had to call down there and get my Keurig cups every morning. Mm-hmm. That's the point of Keurig is that you can have coffee in 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> now they're ruining it because yes. I don't have Keurig cups in my room. But anyway, the Monaco, don't stay there. But the body shop... Do stay there. Right. The crowd. What did you think about the crowd? That was like any other Swinger crowd, pretty much. You know, it's just a, demographically similar to the population of Pittsburgh. I mean, that was about the most, you know what I mean? It's, but mm-hmm. it's the same as anywhere else. It's like the crowd at any Swinger bar would be pretty much like the crowd that shows up at your local grocery yeah. store. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, Agreed. It's a mix. The The club was different. Um They did a great job with the club as far as the the food room, the snack room. The dance area, the DJ booth is awesome. It's yeah. like an old car that's an been gutted, and it's like very cool. Um, the one thing that stood out to me that I haven't seen in any other club was that role play room. Right. So they had kind of a kink playroom that had medical equipment, right? And they had a school, like a little... Uh, so it was set up in this sections, one large yeah. room was set up in like different role play sections. One of them had like a, a dentist chair, doctor chair. They had one place where the girls can put their feet up in stirrups. And then they had like a, a chalkboard with a student desks area, which is to me the creepiest fucking fetish, but no judgment, but gross. Never mind. But let's move on. Uh, uh, yes. So the fetish, they, pl- the, not the, it's the role play room. It's the role play room. And then they had a Pittsburgh room that was all done in yellow and black, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I just wanted to go and hang out there and drink. I didn't want to have <laughs> sex in there, but I was going to hang out. If they know. had the game on. They had the game on. Just kind of kick it in the Pittsburgh room. That's like, yeah. that was awesome. And then Mr. Swapfoo's like, can we, do one, can we do one of our upstairs bedrooms? Like a, no, he didn't say can I, because yeah. you never say can I. I don't think <laughs> you ever say that. It. You're like... I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of our upstairs rooms of the Pittsburgh the Steelers room. Yeah. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> well, nobody wants nobody wants to see, nobody wants to see that. Steelers Pirates Penguins. <laughs> so, the, but the club was awesome. Yeah, it was great, and the and music was really good. One well of the, managed, very well the, managed. Yes, and one of the best DJs I think that I've heard at any club. You know, probably right. Yeah. Other than the one in that club in Mexico City, which I thought was better. But I can see why that the DJ over at this club or the body shop would be more crowd pleasing to general American audience. Yeah. But to me, the, the DJ in, Mexico, in that in the uh, in, at Dreams yeah. was a better DJ at Dreams. Yeah, but it, regardless, go to the body shop. Go to the body shop. Go to the body shop. Great club. Let's keep it open. Uh, and they, I, I'm following him on Twitter now. He's the you? body shop. Yeah, he's the body shop on Twitter. I'm going to follow him too. 
And it's going to be 15,000 square feet when they're done. Do that. Yes. So right now they just did a version one opening and I think they have probably maybe 5,000, five to 7,500 square feet. Yeah. Um, open right now, but right. there's a whole other floor other and floor. there's more expansion space. So yeah, they need a group playroom, and I think that's probably going to be upstairs because there wasn't a group playroom. Can room. you imagine like 5,000 square feet of group playroom? Fuck room. yeah, I can. That'd be awesome. That'd be all kinds of I awesome. Know. Yeah. We have like 2,000. I'm limited. Upstairs, I feel yeah. limited. Right. <laughs> I'm choking, though. So <laughs> I'm choking on this. Strangle player. Shitty playroom. One of the girls that came to uh, Girls Uncorked yesterday at the house, she's a listener. And she's like, I've been wanting to see your house because I've been listening about it on the podcast. So I took her upstairs. I'm like, and this is kind of the group playroom. And that's where the swing goes. And this is where the porn is. And she's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, you got to come back for a party. (laughs) We'd love to have you here. (laughs) You got to have amenities. Well, I mean, we do. <laughs> I do. Uh, okay, so so we got back from we we went to the body shop on Saturday, right? And when we got back to the hotel, we decided we wanted to have a last drink, so we changed out of our camel outfits and came down. Yeah, to the because ho- it was a military. Oh, the, remember we saw the Veterans Day parade. We saw the Veterans Day parade. That was so cool. It was. That's when I realized how big Pittsburgh was because on that Saturday morning when we went out. And I thought, oh, well, here goes the parade. You know, we'll watch it in 10 minutes or whatever. Oh, no. Yeah. There was like band after band, band yeah, after band. It was band. three it different was, junior ROTC Air Force That was crazy. Teams. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh's big. Pittsburgh's badass, yeah. dude. And we saw what Dan Marino's high school marched by. Central Catholic. Yeah. So anyway, but then Mont Lebanon didn't fucking. Anyway, never mind. Get you were probably it. late. We were late. We yeah. didn't even see the first part of it. Those fucking pricks didn't fucking march. No, they did. You just missed them. We didn't get to go to your neighborhood either. Yeah, next time. But, but we have things to do when we go back. Yeah. Oh, let me ask you this real quick before yes. you go on. What um, what was your favorite meal in Pittsburgh? Ah, jeez. Okay. So my favorite meal, and I know that you're going to disagree because you got something else, but my favorite meal was the one at Peppy's. Ah. The sandwich at Peppy's. To me, yeah. my sandwich at Peppy's was extraordinary yes it was delicious it reminded me so much of high school you know because it was a it was a it was a traditional hoagie on great bread and which we we didn't usually get the meat heated up heating up the meat just like takes it to another level it's a whole nother level a whole nother level yeah it was a great great hoagie it was delicious I think Pebu's was my favorite meal, too. Was it really? Well, yeah, yeah because then I actually ate bread. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm like you a, don't eat bread. I'm, I'm a bread freak. and so, so, to me, Pramani's wasn't all that great. We did it. And that's about it. We did it. But if I had not had Pepe's, yeah. that meal, that would have been an awesome hoagie. What about the meatball joint? The meatball joint was good. What about the taco joint? I don't remember having tacos. Bakersfield? It's a chain, though. Oh, yeah, that was very good. Uh, and I talked to him. I'm like, well, you totally need one of these in San Antonio. I think it would do well. There's a left, chain. And I left on my card because I'm in real estate. And it's yes. like, oh, I'll hook you up with a restaurant. But Pepe's was, Pepe's was my favorite. We already took it in our bottle of wine. By the way, if you go to Pepe's, you can bring it in your own bottle. FYI. <laughs> well, what happened was we had that bottle of wine in the room that we passed out and didn't drink. And so it was there. So when we were checking out, I like stuck it in my backpack. So we had it. Right. And we went to Pepe's, 
And then you asked, which was a very smart move, by the way. Hey. Like, hey, we got this wine. <laughs> and you don't serve it. So right. yeah. the WTF. So we got to have wine with our peppies. We did. These are very upscale. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Man. It was in your backpack. It was, it, it was in my backpack. It worked out. And your favorite place to buy um, Steelers gear was um, Yenzer's. Yenzer's. Yeah, so Yenzer's. We is made two trips there in the Strip District. Yeah. So anyway, I mean the Strip. I mean anybody who knows about Pittsburgh or is nearby Pittsburgh knows about the Strip District. It's, it's a it's a it's fun. It's a tourist. Yeah, place. it's a tourist place. So. It's just like San Antonio. We have our tourist places. Doesn't mean it sucks to go there, but they got some legit grocery stores though. Yeah. So another interesting thing that happened while we were in Pittsburgh. Okay, there's weed. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So we got back. So we got back to the hotel and we went to hang out at the bar. I think this was the night of the game, right? And we went to hang out at the bar and um, we're talking to uh, some people who are hanging out at the bar uh, after a wedding that took place in the hotel. A yeah. gay wedding, by the way. A gay wedding. Uh, yeah. It was uh, two guys got married. and, and Salute Pittsburgh. And we're, um, uh, and we're just kicking it at the, bar, at the bar with the members of the wedding party or whatever. And for some reason, and I don't know exactly how it happened because I was kind of wasted, but um, – well, I was. So I, uh, I was kind of wasted, but <laughs> – I believe what happened was that um, there was a woman there that we were talking to, and she had called either her roommate or a friend to come give her a ride. To go home. And for some reason, the conversation turned. We started talking about weed. Not sure how. Uh, Was it, do you got any weed? (laughs) I did not ask. I did not ask. I did not ask. So I know know you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I I didn't want any. That would have been like the simple solution. Right? (laughs) But I started talking to this woman that came pick up this other woman, and we just kind of hit it off and just BSing back and forth. And she and she said, "Well, do you want some weed?" And it's like, "Well, I'm on vacation." I go, "Fuck yeah, I want some weed." It's like you don't say no to weed, right? So they will come with me, and I I followed her into her car that reeked of weed, you know. And she was kind of cute, and I think she wanted to fuck me. And you're like, or, no, or just give you, some or weed. just give me some weed. <laughs> so she reaches in and she grabs a a, a a a a vial. Is it a vial? What is it? A bottle? Container? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she gives me one of these. I think you should post a picture of it on the it showcase. Look, it looks like an old school uh, 35 millimeter film canister. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it looks right? like. Right? Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. It kind of stands out, too. It does. It does. And, you know, all our listeners in California, Washington, Oregon, Alaska, and Washington, D.C. They're like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? It's like, <laughs> we're, we're from Texas. Like, we don't get this shit. I mean, if I buy weed, it comes in an anonymous bag, and I it, and it, it's it's kind of a sketchy Shh. it's kind of a sketchy undertaking. <laughs> if, if, now I'm saying when, I'm saying if, it's a sketchy undertaking. The right? reason why we don't. The reason why we wouldn't. Don't. And... <laughs> And so he, she yeah, she gave me this vial with I I, I it was a big bud. It was a lot of weed. Yeah, it Just was a lot a of weed. Big bud. It was a big bud of weed and, <laughs> and with a bunch of papers. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to smoke this with. So she gave me a shitload of papers to go with it. Isn't so we tr- we chose it away. What we chose tr- it away. Maybe I ate it. We chose it away. Maybe I ate it. No, you didn't. Maybe I ate it. No, you didn't. Maybe I ate it. <laughs> Well, if you did, you didn't hide it on me because I was searched from nine ways till Sunday going through that fucking Pittsburgh the airport. The woman gave I, me free weed. That's the thing. I got free weed in Pittsburgh. 
I hope that you gave it to somebody else and played it forward. I didn't didn't pay it forward. I don't know what to tell you, baby. I didn't. Did you flush it down the toilet? No. I left it. Did you put it it in a plant? No, I left it. I left it somewhere obvious. Okay, well, hopefully somebody that I would enjoy it. I left it somewhere obvious. I left it inside it of a bathroom. You're like so on the disappointing counter. me. Well, I no smoke it. <laughs> well, we didn't smoke it because we didn't want to get in trouble out of town. That would be weird. And we certainly couldn't take it on a plane because we're fucking paranoid we're middle-aged assholes. <laughs> yeah, and we're, yes, and we're on a, we're on we're a on schedule. schedule. And Can you imagine? I already got like so. Anyway. It was nice that she gave me the weed. It was nice. 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 It was good weed. I think that you're a weed attractor because lots of places we go, people want to give you weed. What is with that? Do you look like a stoner? I don't think you look like a stoner. I don't think so either. <laughs> you're not a 23-year-old hipster in a hoodie and blue jeans. I'm I mean, a 47-year-old bald man. It's like, but people just want to give you weed. Yeah. Yeah, want to give me blowjobs. Well, I'll take it's the weed. It's weird. They want to give you blowjobs. Well, you should take the blowjobs. You don't have to leave them on a counter. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> it was it, the blowjob would have happened. Just yeah, that's all good. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so the <laughs> you're gonna backtrack that in your mind. No, there. it's fine. You're like, how could I have made that go differently? I didn't even know you were gone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. The next day I wake up, there's like this canister of weed in the hotel. I'm like, where did this come come from? from? And you're like, oh, yeah, well, I went out to that girl's car and she gave me weed. I'm like, you were gone? (laughs) With that girl? (laughs) Yeah. I've got that kind of face. The face you want to put weed in. (laughs) It's like, shh. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, we gotta wrap this up. We've been talking too. No, we have like a bunch of shit to talk about still. <laughs> no, we don't. We just yeah. we well, have news, we, news, news, news. What news, about news. what about the guys shopping? No, I don't want to talk about all that. All right. Uh, all right. So news. Oh well, I'll just say this real quick about the four guys shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh is the only place you'll ever go where you can see a gang of guys, like a shit ton of them, like a gang of them, walking down the street. All with shopping bags in their hands. It's the craziest thing to see. In San Antonio, you'd never see a guy. Straight guy. Walking down the street with a shopping bag in his hand. And then in Pittsburgh, there's just gangs of them. Because, right, they got to they gotta get all their sport gear. They got to get their sealer shit. And so we're walking down the street going somewhere on this big boulevard. And <laughs> they're backlit. And they're walking towards us like the fucking Magnificent Seven. Right. <laughs> they all have these shopping bags in their hand. And they're, like, backlit. And it's like they're walking in slow motion. And as we're walking towards them, I'm just laughing to myself because I'm like, Look at all these guys with shopping, shopping bags. bags. It was weird. Anyway, that was that was kind of a standout moment yes, it was. in my alternate reality. No, it was funny because when you pointed, I'm like, oh yeah, check them out. <laughs> I was like, dudes with shopping bags, and they're still all walking on macho and trying right, to look on macho. It's like, but you still have shopping bags. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever with those guys. Uh, yeah, you might as well be carrying a box of tampons. <laughs> okay, so Pittsburgh, great place. Go. We already did that. I yeah. like Pittsburgh. News. 
Oh, news, the election. <laughs> oh, news, the election. <laughs> that So that happened. <laughs> okay, so here's the only thing. I have to stop laughing. This is going to be like the laughing episode. <laughs> the, the thing about the election, I woke up and I was like, I woke up. And I went for my phone, and Mr. Swap Fu said, you don't want to look at that, because he was already awake. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I know why he's saying yeah. that. And then I was like, for real? And he said, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I took a deep breath, and I was like, you know what? We're just going to fucking move forward. I mean, that's the yeah. only thing that we can do. We're yeah. just going to move forward from here. This is where we are. And I'm going to do everything in my power to help ensure that the United States is awesome going forward. Yes. And if that includes more um, uh, swinger podcasts, yes. I'm going to do my part. But whatever. I mean, you know, uh, Donald Trump is our president. Yes, I support him 100,000%. That yep. is the voice of our system. And here we go. He's my commander-in-chief. Exactly. He's my commander-in-chief. He was free and duly elected uh, yes. president of the United States. Absolutely. No matter how much I disagree. But I will become the member of the loyal opposition because the United States, we have the... Uh, the United States, we have the, uh, the luxury, really, the luxury and privilege to be able to be part of the opposition without being jailed, without being suppressed, without being shouted down or whatever. We can... We can be members of the op- of the opposition without having a, a, a fear for like physical repercussion for ha- for it having happened. And you know, and I'm not going to talk about the qualifications of the opposing com- uh, candidate. I'm just saying that wasn't my initial thought of who should have been running. Regardless, I'm just saying that what yeah, but you have so much little like back story you're giving right there about oh the other candidate and all that stuff. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's kind of bullshitty. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, you're... Yeah. You're, you're making you, excuses for your candidate that lost, is what you're doing. Well, if anybody who spoke to me about it knew how I felt about her. So, I mean, we're... But the thing is, the thing is, and I think that they talked about it on Saturday Live very eloquently. <laughs> they did. They do it a lot. Because I don't get my news from The Daily Show anymore. It's only from so, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you know, it was, you know, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock is like, yeah, he won. Yeah, morons. It's like, of course. We've been telling you this whole time, and now you're acting surprised. It's like, yeah. It's like, we have shit to fucking work out in this country. We do. We have shit to work out in this country. We have shit to work out, but we're all growing together. So we're, we're going to well do, go. do this. We're going to do this. My biggest consolation is that I don't think that Donald Trump, President-elect Donald Trump, has any interest whatsoever in governing. All he wants to do is make money. So I think that, that that's going to... And the dude's a swinger. Yeah, well, I mean, so at least he's non-monogamous. I don't think he's a swinger, <laughs> but he's certainly non-monogamous. And uh, that's the way it went. He's my commander-in-chief. I will support him wholeheartedly, but at the same time, I'm going to fight him every every step of the way. But I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not going to shut up. Well, we never said we were like leaving the country. Not, I like, said, when, I, not like when Bush right. 2 won the second time. And we time. didn't, so we, we didn't. Didn't. We, stay, we stayed. But anyway, so go Donald Trump. We're yep. um, supporting you. Congratulations. And um, we'll see what this next four year, years holds. I'm encouraged by the fact that he's kicking all the fucking lobbyists out of Washington. Yeah, well, yeah. That's fucking awesome. And not only that, but all the people that he is appointing right. to his cabinet cannot lobby for five years after the 
completion of their of the term. So yeah. he's like he's like doing something about the revolving door. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that's always so, been that's what one thing that you know you and I have both stood for for a long time was like getting money getting out of money out of getting politics. money out of politics and getting rid of the revolving door, right? So I'm gonna look at the good. I'm gonna look at the good. Fuck yeah. The good points. Fuck yeah. So we'll see how it goes, but we will be monitoring like all Americans. Yep. Um, another news on girls on court. Girls on court. Equally. Equally as important. <laughs> if not more so. In my mind. In my mind. It, in your mind, yeah. More so. In your mind, more so because it affects us locally. Locally meaning my penis? Yes. <laughs> locally means like my, my own body parts? <laughs> yes. So Girls on Cork, there was a, a, there was, there's, first of all, there's been a change in the national chapter hostess. Right. So that's happening. But also in um, local chapters, I have... Uh, I have been replaced by another chapter hostess here in San Antonio. You served your term. I served my term. And a new chapter hostess who I'm very fucking excited about. Yeah. I'm is, excited about is, her every time I see her. <laughs> you are very excited about her very recently. But anyway, the new chapter hostess who's taking over is fucking awesome. She's a super good and kind and wonderful. Smart. And smart person. Yeah. And yeah, smart, uh, everything yeah. about her wonderful. So I'm looking forward to 2018 under a new chapter hostess, and I will support her in every way. Yes, you're gonna be a good. You're gonna be at come January when you host. You're gonna be. I'm not hosting in January. Oh, you're not anymore. No, because I hosted last night. Oh. I hosted November. So what I'm thinking is we have another person that volunteered for January. So oh. I think another person's gonna do January. Oh, okay, all right. But our couples, um, for all of you in Girls on Court communities, uh, December is your couples, Girls on Court. Mm -hmm. So look up your closest chapter. You can find it at girlsoncourt.com. Link provided in the show notes. Yeah. And uh, you can go there and find it where your closest chapter is. It has a list of all of them. And December is the couples one. So even if you haven't been to one, maybe you can like take a long weekend and go to a local chapter's um, couples event. They're fun. They're, um, I think you'll get a lot out of them. We've known of that, of people who have traveled to go swinging in a city and the woman will have gone to the girls on court the Thursday prior. That's happened. Somebody told me about that once. Well, the thing is the, the, um, the couples girls on court in December is normally held on a Friday or Saturday. So that gives people an opportunity to travel out of town if you're right. Oh yeah. Ways too, away. Yeah. And that reminds me of a friend, friends from San Antonio who are actually moving to Alabama. And I can't remember the name of the town, but it's on the I-20 corridor, which is like North Alabama. And um, they're moving there soon. And I'm encouraging her to start a Girls on Court in Northern, Northern Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. And I think that geographically that can draw from a lot of different sure. areas. So All the way from Tupelo, maybe. <laughs> Don't make fun of the South. Well, I'm just saying Tupelo. I'm, I was born in Mobile. Yes. So it's like, I'm just saying that you can't make fun of the South. All I said was Tupelo. You don't even know where Tupelo is. Yes, northern Mississippi. I know where Tupelo is. Sure. Elvis was born there. I know Tupelo. I've been there. I went to his, I went to his birthplace. Okay, Chiefs. Well, I'm saying. Well, I don't know what you guys think about a northern Alabama. Um, girls on Cork chapter. Girls on Cork chapter. But that, that I-20 corridor, you can get across there very quickly from um, Dallas, Louisiana, all the way to at least. Well, does it hit, does it hit like uh, Florida? California, yeah. No, going the other way, boo. Oh. Yeah, I imagine it goes up to Georgia. Does 20? I think I don't so. Know. I think I'll Georgia to go goes to Atlanta. 
But anyway, that could be a really good corridor for a girls uncorked. Yeah. Not northern Alabama, and I don't think there's one in that area. I'm so angry. She, but she's going <laughs> to... She's just like saying Tupelo. What? <laughs> Tupelo. Tupelo. You like saying chili cuco. Chili cuco. <laughs> My chili cuco recipe. But anyway, we're encouraging her to open a, to start a Girls on Cork chapter in that area in the Southern Belt. Because you know, when we went to Girls on Cork in New Orleans. Yes. Um, at the Naughty New Orleans Festival. Yes. There wasn't a chapter anywhere in that area. So somebody needs to hook that up. I don't know where that 20 goes. Never mind. So, um, on one last note, that's Girls Uncorked. I want to say congratulations to Kiss Me Steak Boy for taking over the chapter hostess duties. I'm very excited yep. for her. You guys her. are awesome. But we have one last thing we want to share about. What did you read about Adult Friend Finder? Oh, so Adult Friend Finder got hacked. So, if you had have an account or had an account at Adult Friend Finder, there's a really good uh, chance that your shit's been um, put out there for public consumption or being held for ransom by r- Russian hackers or whomever. We don't know who did it. But anyway, so, yeah, okay. So just a couple brief things about this. And I know that we're an hour and 15 minutes into this podcast, but you fucking websites out there who Ooh, who serve us. No, up. I am. Who serve us. SDC, Cassidy, uh, Adult Friend Finder, SLS, whomever. You really should consider publishing some kind of a safety and security standard regarding the way that you treat the information that's being used, that's being entrusted to you by the users. And I'm just going to put it out there that I inquired after the um, Ashley Madison hack, right? I inquired uh, with Cassidy. I'm, you know, I'm saying it bluntly, and it's my favorite website out there, but saying it bluntly. Uh, you know, I wanted to know what assurances the website was giving that our our information was being protected, and the answer that I received from them was honestly fucking not great, right? And it wasn't it kind of like uh, don't worry, about don't worry it. about it. It's like don't worry about it. You know, fuck you. I do this shit for a fucking living, you know, and I know that there are more things that you can do in order to assure the security of our information. You guys uh, hold our face pictures, our credit card information for many of us are, you know, true identities, quote unquote, addresses, so on and so forth. So Food Girl and I are self-employed, so we're at less at risk than what this, you know, than what these uh, breaches can potentially imply uh, to us. However, you know, not everybody's in the same position. We have a lot of friends who are in the military, police forces, educators, education administration, and so on. And you owe us. You owe us. We are your customer. Yeah, we are your customer. And you, you, you need to see this as the most important activity that you engage in as a is website security. is secure is securing our private information so it doesn't get uh, disseminated without our knowledge. Right? It's like promoting promoting uh, uh, fucking travel or cruises or where the fuck you know or parties or just getting in each other's business. That stuff is secondary. What we want is safety and security, you know. Because when everybody else goes down, you want to be the site that is held above all standards. Right. Absolutely. You know, Facebook publishes the way that they secure your identity. Because I'll tell you, everybody I meet in the lifestyle is concerned about security, concerned about um, being outed. And if any single website can hold itself above 
standards and guarantee certain securities, they'd have more business than anybody. Yeah, you'll earn my trust in my business. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, or you're, more. Yeah, or more. I know a lot of people. There's a lot of people in the lifestyle. All those fucking people that are on Facebook, right. they're like, I don't have a website because I don't feel like I can trust it. Right, on a website. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they're not on a website because it's like they don't want it. They can't trust it. It's like those people are on Facebook, which right. is they don't even understand like how less trustworthy that is. Right, right. So if you can sell this idea of security and really be a secure website. Yeah, then you will be uh, uh, heads and shoulders, yeah, almost by default than all the other websites out there. So right now I'm like sitting, we're sitting there with accounts on SDC, SLS, and Cassidy with no real assurance that any of our shit is safe. I mean, because if Adult Friend Finder got blasted open and if Ashley Madison got blasted open uh, and if the Cleveland Clinic got blasted open and if, you know, and we can go on just citing examples of major industry, uh, major uh, corporate websites that have just been completely uh, butt-fucked by hackers. Oh, uh, so many. Huge, huge ones. So why not have a tab on your website that says this is our this is our security policy? This is our security policy. This is why we assure your privacy. This, this is, is how- this is this is what's updated regularly. Right. This is what we're doing to move forward. This yeah. is what we're doing to be better than everybody else. This is how we assure two factor authentication if you have the option to it. This is how we age your passwords. This is how lots of dumb. I mean, just like like dumbbell things that secure sockets. You know, there's no there's uh, like SDC and Cassidy don't offer for. Um, uh, secure socket links to their websites. I don't. I'm not sure what why that is, but it just doesn't happen. So, come on, folks. It's like, uh, you know, be a mensch. Don't, you know, don't hang our shit out to dry. Don't let anybody else grab it either. Yeah. Because you know what? You, that's a mistake you can't come back from. Right. So, uh, yeah. Just saying. All so right. please Let's help let- us. Help you. <laughs> let's help let, you help us. Let's let Adult Friend Finder be the last one. Yeah. So I, I because it's getting dark and we don't have a light on, <laughs> I, I think we're at the end of our show notes. <laughs> yeah, we're done. I don't know what else we're talking about. No, we're so, done. We did an hour and 20 minutes. The sheet's, the sheet's empty. Sheet's empty. We're, we're yeah. So I'm just going to sign off by saying happy anniversary to Mr. Swap Fu. Next Tuesday is our 16th anniversary our wow. marital of marital bliss. Happy anniversary, Miss Wafu. Happy birthday. It's been wonderful. No, November 22nd. It's 16 years. It feels like 16 days. It does. 16 millennials. No, <laughs> 16 <days>. Millennia? <laughs> I've, have you had 16 millennials? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Well, anyway, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. I uh, love you. I love you very much. I hope uh, we're going to have a great weekend. We're going to have a great anniversary. We're going to have a great Thanksgiving. We're going to have a great, 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 yes. great. We have a date night tomorrow night. We do. For our anniversary, we're going to make um, Prime standing, rib. standing rib roast. Yeah. Right? Yeah, standing rib roast, yeah. And then um, Potatoes are so, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, and then... Um, Black Friday, the Black Friday essay pervs pub crawl oh, is coming okay. up. Okay, we need to talk about that. Okay. All right. So the uh, so the essay pervs, which is a, a local San Antonio uh, swinger group, um, they every year they have a pub crawl on Black Friday in downtown San Antonio. I would say that it is the single most massive, casually well attended. Put, yeah, ma- massive like casually. Put together event 
in that we've ever been to, right? Yeah. We're talking 300 couples. Yeah. 300 couples hitting four bars in San Antonio and just, it is absolutely fantastically fun. Yes. And so everybody lands at um, the bottom. At the bottom, yeah. Which, if you listen to the podcast, you know we like to party there. It's a great fucking bar. Multiple bars. And everybody lands there. And next door, what's the hotel next door? Do you There's remember? a bunch of them. There's like a courtyard and, well, yeah. I don't know, if, but there's a bunch of prop, a fair field and stuff yeah. like that next door. But a lot of people crash down there. A lot of people get rooms after the pub crawl. And, and it gets nuts in those hotels. Nasty. It gets nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In those hotels after. We don't have a room, do we? No, we have Uber and we have a house. <laughs> maybe that's our, well, maybe, but maybe the hotel could be our anniversary. Yeah. We normally don't go because we are usually traveling that Yeah, we're usually out of, we're out of the country. Yeah. But we're home this year. We are. And so we're definitely doing the pub call. Oh, fuck yeah, we're going. So we encourage everybody who's you know, within the sound of our voice to just like drop whatever you're doing. Come to San Antonio. Come to San Antonio. Come to San Antonio and come meet us and come to the pub crawl. Because it's a fucking great time. It is. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening. And um, we're looking forward to speaking with you again soon as always we hope to hear from you on our email our website yep and um i guess that's it do you have yeah. anything to add no join girls uncorked uh what else what's i'm it? food girl and we're signing off yeah. take care hugs and kisses Night. Thank you.